0: You are listening to a paid commercial program. The opinions expressed are solely those of the program producer or sponsor and not those of NRG Media, LLC. This is America's Healthcare Challenge on the Mighty 1290 Coil, the Mighty1290Coil.com, and the Mighty 1290 Coil mobile app. America's Healthcare Challenge is produced and sponsored by E.D. Bellis. Now, here's your host, Sean McGuire. And
3: welcome, my friends, to America's Healthcare Challenge. Hope all is going well this week. Just enough time to take a look at some of the top headlines in the healthcare industry, things that are affecting you, your family, your business as it relates to health care which is something that is affects all of us and we are all very passionate about coming up later on the program we're going to be having a, a very interesting discussion on tax season many of you may may know or may not know but they uh double they have doubled the uninsured uh, rate for uh for taxes meaning that the Penalty for the individual mandate has gone uh, up to 2.5% or $700, the greater of two. And we shared an example on the program last week on this issue, how uh, a family had decided that they could not afford the expensive premiums over a $1,000 a month, which has to be one of the the biggest expenses in any family budget in that scenario. And they decided to not uh, go forward with that and instead opted out of purchasing health insurance and remember the affordable care act the focus of this program as well as some of the other things that that it has touched over the last six years mandated that every american has to purchase health insurance or face a penalty and they make options available through medicaid expansion some states however decided not to expand as a result of the supreme court also, there are insurance subsidies available through exchanges or marketplaces, and most states have decided to go through healthcare.gov, which has been up and running for now two uh, years, I guess three years, I, I believe. And anyways, it's um, starting to get down to crunch time because everybody's going through the process right now with fi- fi- filing their taxes. And so we're going to ask you to share any stories that you have if you are one of those individuals that – Decided not to pay uh, health insurance. We're just curious if you're willing to share. If not, that's no problem. But 402-342-1290, 402-342-1290, if you want to share your health care stories or uh, how much you had to pay to the government uh, as a result of this new tax. I'm going to tell you about another tax that's coming up right now that is impacting a lot of businesses Uh, over 50, and in particular, a lot of municipalities who were previously exempt from many of these federal regulations, and that is uh, the official employer report, which is actually due at the end of this month. And we have been talking about this at length on America's Healthcare Challenge because it has become an administrative nightmare for many, again, businesses and municipalities in that it requires them to fill out a new form Uh, called 1095C form for every full-time worker uh, that worked at that organization during the year, and in particular on a month-by-month basis show that whether or not that individual was offered health insurance and explain uh, or actually define in another box how much uh, that employee would have to pay on a monthly basis. And this is all to meet the uh, federal uh, pay-or-play standards that were set out in Section uh, 498, Oh, of the federal tax code as a result of the Affordable Care Act. And uh, the deadline begins uh, at the end of March, and the penalties begin at $50 per form, uh, effective April 1st, and then they go up to $250 a form, and then eventually $500 a form if a business decides to just say, I don't even want to bother with filling all of these things out. And so this is something that is a very real Thing And what is happening is businesses or organizations, entities like uh, uh, cities, for example, are, are having to go through this process of get a TCC code. It's a transmission code uh, to go to the federal government, to the IRS, which is the organization that uh, the agency that actually enforces this. And it's not as simple as simply uh, scanning these forms and, and uploading them to the government. It's it's a very complex process in which that they uh, make the person who is filing get a piece of snail mail and then it takes 30 days to turn that around, and it's so, sometimes a two to three to maybe even longer month process. And with crunch time coming up, many of these folks with our businesses, over 250 that tried to go ahead and do this uh, internally are starting to find out that they uh, don't have the TCC code and are um, – in need of some last-minute assistance. And so that's why uh, we got introduced uh, to folks that are uh, all over the country in situations like this uh, through E.D. Bellis because that is what they do. Another story that caught our attention this week uh, as we are, are talking about America's health care challenge on the insurance space is as it relates to networks. Uh, size does matter when it comes to networks in health care for some people. Uh, especially if they want to have a lot of choice. Many people are running into uh, situations where a provider might be in or out of network. Now, uh, the question is what, what matters, for what uh, defines network? Will they choose a network or over a doctor? And what we found is that if some doctors go out of network, they will go to another doctor because it is um, a lot less expensive. And new networks are being created under the law as premiums continue to go up. Remember, um, the out-of-pocket costs maximums go up each year. Last year they were 6000 and some dollars. This next year, the maximum out-of-pocket is going to be $7,150 for an individual and $14,300 for a family. That means if you're going to buy a bronze plan, as I see it, and I may be wrong, we'll see when this comes out, Next year, but I'm going to predict that there's going to be some people that are going to have $7,150 deductibles um, if they don't um, qualify for insurance. And when you're paying almost $5,000 in a premium, is it even worth $1,000 a month of potential exposure uh, for an individual to purchase a bronze plan? That's why I purchased a gold plan. Uh, it, It all actually works the same (laughs) Actuarial rules are are quite simple once you understand how they work. But I choose a a higher premium and a lower deductible, but it's really, I guess, um, how your own situation works. But my point is $7,150, Matt, is a ton of money for an individual uh, beginning next year. As opposed to what seven hundred dollar penalty?
4: I don't know how anybody can afford. I just don't know how people can afford that. And how a working person who's just above the threshold that's that doesn't meet the subsidized uh, subsidized you know category. How do you? Why would you keep working? I don't. I just don't. I don't get it.
3: Well, I guess that all depends if uh, we feel the burn uh, later <laughs> in in the year. But um, that is a good question. It, it it's almost just de incentivizing people to work and. What I see is it's also keeping people to work at a place that they don't like on the flip side uh, because they have health insurance.
4: Uh, I, I just don't think there's any easy answer, especially not only that, but the idea that you're forcing someone to pay money for something, right. whether you're getting it or not, whether you're getting any sort of benefit or not on the face of it.
3: Right. Well, the phones are lighting up. We must have struck a chord. 402-342-1290 is the number. By the way... Uh, when we talk about th- this tax thing, I'm pretty sure uh, we're all in agreement. I think that is one thing that all Americans agree on is that nobody likes to pay more taxes. Um, I think that uh, probably goes all the way back to the uh, beginning of our, our founders when you look at the American Revolution as as it, uh, it began uh, over in a discussion over disputes with, with taxes. Uh, no taxation without representation. That is uh, kind of what we seem to have right now. It seems to be everybody's so upset with where everybody's at. It seems like, as we saw last night um, with the protests, uh, the silent majority has been unleashed. And it's going to be uh, really interesting to see how things play out over the next couple of weeks. Hey, by the way, uh, we got uh, a couple people here on hold. And I want to take a moment before we get to them uh to to uh remind you to check out the Edie Bellas Facebook page and the Facebook page for this program America's Healthcare Challenge and can we take do you think they are cool take take hanging for for a quick break
4: Yeah absolutely
3: All right uh, Trent and Jane stay there we got one more line open 402-342-1290 but we're going to go ahead and take a time out again 402-342-1290 is the number It's tax season guys uh are you going to be paying more because of the Affordable Care Act? I think uh, the, the prototypical you-know-what is hitting the fan and um, we're going to talk more about it next on America's Healthcare Challenge.
5: Are you a business owner seeing your bottom line squeezed by rising healthcare costs? I'm Sean McGuire and I founded E.D. Bellis Healthcare Consulting to provide health reform consulting so that your business does not get caught off with all the uncertainty in Washington. I was there on Capitol Hill when the Affordable Care Act, otherwise known as Obamacare, was created and I have read the entire bill. Let me guide you through the maze of the American bureaucracy as you adapt to changing government rules and regulations that will impact your organization regardless of size. I offer custom services including cost reduction strategies, training seminars for you and your employees, and strategic planning to help you prepare for the future. Regardless of what the Supreme Court decides, this issue is here to stay. Contact me today for a free consultation at www.HealthReformExplained.com. That's www.HealthReformExplained.com. At E.D. Ballas, we know healthcare.
1: Research shows moving is one of the most stressful events in a person's life, but thanks to Two Men in a Truck, it doesn't have to be. They have everything you need to move. A courteous professional staff who will customize your move, which includes a no-obligation estimate, a schedule to fit your convenience, and all the necessary packing supplies. And Two Men in a Truck will help you watch your budget, too. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business move. Go to twomeninatruck.com. Two Men in a Truck selected Best of Omaha for nine years straight with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. Now that you've heard of Sean, mcguire and healthreformexplained.com maybe it's time for his team to assess your company's situation we have innovative strategies to help navigate this new maze created by the affordable care act for more go to HealthReformExplain.com.
0: You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402 342 1290 or at 800 577 1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire.
3: Welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge 402 342 1290. Let's go to the phones. Trent uh, posing a rhetorical question here on the show uh, Trent good morning what's on your mind
6: hey, good morning Sean yeah I was I'm curious if you have any uh, data statistics on who's better off today than uh, than a couple of years ago before the ACA and how many people are worse off
3: Okay. I would say the people that uh, are in states that um, expanded Medicaid that were not quite eligible for Medicaid are probably better off should they have been enrolled. And I would say people that uh, had a chronic condition or were unable to get insurance uh, are better off so long as they either make enough to be able to afford the deductibles or make not enough so they can get help with the cost-sharing assistance. Um, Other than that, uh, I don't really know. How about you? What do you think?
6: Well, I know that I'm worse off. Uh, my my out-of-pocket costs have gone have gone completely through the roof, and I've got a theory that uh, some of our economic stagnation, um, if you look at the energy prices, we're not seeing the benefit of significantly lower energy prices, and I think that's probably because we're seeing significantly higher healthcare costs.
3: I I um, completely agree, and I was actually thinking about that too, um, because. You're right. A lot of people, especially in rural America, really benefit from having lower gas prices. And then now um, it's getting squeezed. And if you look at the data even more, Trent, going back to the 1970s, um, as far as how much faster health insurance premiums have grown as opposed to workers' wages, uh, there, there's a major disconnect there. And it's uh, it's it's eviscerating many people's wages just because they want to keep health insurance.
6: Sean, do you think there's, uh, in the, the heat of Primary season that there's there's any candidate with with an actual plan that that can actually get implemented. We've got we've basically got a new entitlement. You've got five six million people who are who are on the entitlement. Those things never go away. At least I haven't seen one go away in my lifetime. Is there anybody out there that actually has a plan? And I'll, I'll hang up and, uh, and listen. Thanks for the call.
3: Yeah, thanks for the call, Trent. Four zero two three four two twelve ninety. With regards to the question of um, anybody without with an actual plan. I know that they've released it, but any time a politician uh, releases a plan in in an election season, it's just going to be generalities and bullet points. But I will say that if I were to pick a candidate uh, out there that would probably have the best understanding of being able to uh, make uh, something happen, I would say it would probably be Kasich because of his just uh, experience with um, working in um, in the budgetary committee, working as a governor and kind of understanding all of those things, not advocating for or against him, but I would say probably of the people out there still, he would probably uh, have at least the best shot at uh, doing something different and making something happen. Let's go to Jane here on America's Healthcare Challenge. Jane, good morning. Yes. How are you? Fine. What's on your mind today?
7: Okay. In 2006, uh, an a insurance program on drugs was put in.
3: Medicare Part D? Right. Mm-hmm.
7: And I was on Medicare, but I took no prescription drugs, so oh. I didn't sign up for anything. But my neighbors and friends said, you know, you should sign up. So in 2012, I finally did. And I discovered that because I hadn't signed up in 2006, I was being penalized.
3: Really? What? And the
7: penalty showed up as $250 a month. Really?
3: Really? If what?
5: I signed
7: up for any kind of a drug prescription, nobody mentions this. But that two thousand six drug program was mandatory, and if you didn't sign up, and it's it's uh, policed by somebody called Maximus, they called me from Cincinnati, and the guy said, "You don't have to worry about it. We'll just take it out of your Social Security." Well, <laughs> I live on my Social Security. You know, I mean, the government didn't have to worry about it, is what he was saying. Nobody mentions this. Does anybody know this was a, a penalty program if you didn't sign up?
3: I did. I, I guess I would have to go back and look. I've, this is the first I've, I've heard about this, Jane. So this would have been with the uh, the Medicare Modernization Act and um, getting that. Was it? Were they penalizing you because you weren't grandfathered? Is that what they were saying? But
7: if what- you, if anybody that was on Medicare at the time and didn't sign up for this drug program. They started a penalty, and it was some percent, like 1% of something or whatever. And, of course, uh, I went from 2006 to 2012. So in 2012, when I signed up for drug insurance, they penalized me $250 a month. Well, I quick got out of that program because that was way too expensive. I couldn't afford that. But uh, George Bush put in this program.
3: Yeah, I'm. What it bothers me is, um, I'm surprised you got something that wasn't from uh, a government agency. It was a
7: government agency. Oh,
3: but they're um, called Maximus. Maximus.
7: And it it has to do with Medicare and Social Security. Those are all. And I got it from uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield, which is a separate company. And they said we're not part of Medicare, but they collect the penalty. But it it has to do with this uh, insurance program. It was a program you had to sign up for, or you and you can call. It's it's called Maximus.
3: Okay, I'm going to look into that. Thank you so much uh, for calling into the program, uh, Jane. Uh, we will. Uh, you stay on the line. I want to get your phone number, please. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, that's an interesting story. When it. <laughs> It just seems like anything uh, as it relates to uh, the government is um, is is challenging, especially these pesky penalties, as I call them, and that's why it's so important to uh, stay on top of all of these things as it relates to um, the changing rules and regulations that are starting to affect all of us. Uh, we heard just heard an example there of Medicare uh, potential penalties, and we're going to check into that, but we also have heard uh, examples of people uh, not purchasing health insurance, and hey, I think it's an um, important point of discussion to d- d- debate whether or not there should be a mandate. The Supreme Court uh, upheld the uh, the, uh, the the rules uh, outlined by by Congress uh, through the Affordable Care Act, and in many ways, from a theoretical standpoint, it makes sense for people to have an individual mandate uh, because it's not really fair if they just want to not uh, they just want to game the system i guess is the best way to do it that was the thinking behind uh the individual mandate is if they didn't do that people would just game the system and um i still think people are gaming the system right now and the centers for medicare medicaid services recently had an um an announcement that they are um going to tighten up their special enrollment periods for example like if you uh, got married was an example you could get a special enrollment period but there was also many other things like even if you moved or, or, or things like that and so people were waiting until they had an issue and would literally like move or do one of these things to qualify for a special enrollment and these are some of the reasons why it's going up and i'm just trying to have an honest conversation about this because i have a healthcare issue uh, i think we all will at some point in our life and um I think it's important that we um, understand that you know, things are kind of volatile right now um, as it relates to um, consumerism in the industry because nobody knows exactly how much they're paying for, for services. Um, if they don't have insurance, um, th- then they find that out and they, they get owned. But we're going to share when we come back. I found a really interesting article this week that I want to call to your attention. Which is um, how to be, you know, questions you need to ask uh, as you are choosing your your health insurance policy. Why are certain things uh, the way that they are, and uh, what can you do to make sure that you're not um, not not getting treated, I guess, uh, for something that you need. Four zero two three four two twelve ninety is the number on Facebook.com slash America's Healthcare Challenge. You will find all of our segments uh, from the past 3 years i suppose it's almost 500 and we have very shortly uh i think after this week we'll get there we're going to have 25,000 listens on our soundcloud page you want to check that out we'll be right back
2: Are you feeling overwhelmed, depressed, or angry? Is your child or teenager acting out? Healing Tree Counseling wants to help. Located at 10th and Dodge, Healing Tree offers individual, family, and couples therapy. Bill and Laura are exceptional at working with children and adolescents. Ask around. They have a great reputation. Healing Tree accepts most insurance companies. They offer flexible payment plans and are confidential. Their personalized service and unique office sets them apart from larger agencies. Visit HealingTreeOmaha.com for more information.
1: Ed Bellis is a healthcare reform consulting company with valuable information that is up to date and easy to understand. We have solutions to manage compliance, minimize penalties and taxes, and all other options. Check out healthreformexplained.com. They say every business should have an elevator pitch. Here's ours. We are Ed Bellis, a consulting company specializing in healthcare reform, helping businesses navigate the new law. For more, go to healthreformexplained.com.
0: You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge on the Mighty 1290 Coil, the Mighty1290Coil.com, and the Mighty 1290 Coil mobile app. Once again, here's Sean McGuire.
3: Welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. Had a great time this week speaking to uh, several business owners and executives uh, in Omaha, one of the, the country clubs uh, here. Got up early in the morning. Pounded a bunch of coffee like Matt Foley. I was uh, very uh, energetic, but the uh, the crowd was um, was quite big. They said it was the biggest one out there. And um, the main concerns that that I heard, and I always ask, I always allow uh, plenty of time for questions, and I try and do the best that I can. There's always somebody that's gonna stump me, and I tell you, everybody's always got their own healthcare story. So you can share your stories with us uh, if you want. But as I was out there representing Edie Bellis, uh, talking about it, um, the themes that we're we're visiting about every week on this show are really turning out to be in real life. And it's because, um, well, A, because we're on top of it, but B, uh, people are starting to now, like, experiencing some of the pain. Remember, this law had a 10-year implementation period, and uh, that means that uh, a lot of the, the major things, didn't really go into effect until literally a year ago or there's really starting to go in right now. But, um, I wanted to take a moment to, uh, show a video here, um, that that caught my attention. Uh, it, 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 uh, made me laugh here this week. And, um, the, the, uh, the point of this is to kind of show a little bit of a a disconnect that are, that is happening because of all of the, um, Administrative burdens that have bogged down our system and uh I think you'll enjoy it, so let's listen.
8: I am concerned that there might be something wrong. We need to get some tests. This is the voice okay. of a doctor. I want to do the right thing. This is and the be voice healthy. of a patient. We'll get them ordered. So, how much will it cost? I do not know. What do you mean? You do not know? I do not know how much the tests will cost. Why not? Nobody knows how much anything in healthcare costs. But you are the one ordering it. That doesn't mean I know. I don't know any more than you do. But you're my doctor. It's your job. It's my job to know about the medicine, not about the costs. But? I don't even know how much it will cost you for this appointment. Why not? Nobody tells me. That's ridiculous. I just put a code down on a form. Usually it is a 99213. Maybe it will be a 99214. What does that mean? There is a grid to determine it based on elements of history, review systems, body parts examined, and complexity of medical decision-making. That sounds complicated. It's more complicated than your actual medical problem. That's not reassuring. There are some special tricks. If you have a cold it would be a 99213, but if I give you an antibiotic you don't need, then that would make it a 99214. You give me a medicine I don't need and you get more money? Yes. But I do not know how much, because I do not know how much either one costs. Also, if you keep asking questions for more than 25 minutes, that's a 99214. Oh, but it's much faster to give you an antibiotic for a cold. And more fun. But back to how much the tests cost. Somewhere in some file is a list of charges. But it's probably not up to date, and even if it were, it wouldn't mean anything. Why not? The charges are just for show. Nobody pays them unless they are uninsured. Otherwise your insurance has a deal worked out for the real price. Then they pay some and you pay some. I don't know how much. It's different for every person. Oh. Also, if you do the tests here versus down the street, the charges are different and your payment will be different. How can I find out the cost? I don't know. But it's important. I need to know if I can afford to do the tests. Maybe someone at each place knows the prices. But the cheaper one might be more expensive for you and vice versa. It all depends on their deal with your insurance. Can my insurance tell me? Have you ever tried to get your insurance to tell you anything? Think of it like an airplane. Healthcare people like analogies about airplanes. You paid a different amount for your ticket than the person sitting next to you. Everyone paid a different amount and no one knows how much. But nobody gets angry. But at least I knew the price when I bought it. Well, the analogy breaks down there. Oh look, you stayed long enough that I can code a 99214. This is insane. This is American healthcare. Ah, You're
7: killing me, Smalls.
8: And you wonder
3: why the show is called America's Healthcare Challenge. <laughs> Matt, what did you think of that? I oh that-
4: my God, that is a nightmare. That is an absolute <laughs> nightmare. <laughs> and the, the robotic voices make it even better, right? I know, exactly. Because that's exactly what we're dealing with. We're dealing with a robotic bureaucracy that just looks at people as numbers like this like this thing.
3: What was it, the nine nine two one four or something like that? <laughs> but by the way, you know, on the other side, then there's the whole uh, equation of insurance, which is stuff that uh, we're, we're trying to help people understand what's going on with that. I found an interesting article in Nerd Wallet Five reasons your health insurance plan will deny your medical bill. I don't know if you've ever uh, have you ever had something denied uh, before. I've had to to go battle with somebody over a pre authorization. Oh is- yeah,
4: I I had something denied and I ended up uh, I ended up getting like a twenty no, it's like thirty two hundred dollar bill in the mail and and I tried to fight it, ran up against a brick wall and ended up uh, paying it back over the course of about five years. It took me to finally pay it off because I didn't have I didn't have that kind of money. That's crazy. We should better call
3: Saul next time. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh the, he he probably would may get rid of them but you know there is a lot of reason and this is especially important as we talked about earlier in the show with networks uh, but having insurance ca- claim denied is is just enough like he said to uh, make uh, make you almost feel sick again and then we all have those things called uh, this is not a bill but here are some reasons why according to NerdWallet your uh, bill might get um not covered for for example it was a non-covered charge it's possible that uh, the procedure wasn't even covered. Maybe this would be an example of uh, something like an elective surgery or dental surgery. Um, That is an example that they're listening. Number two, referral or preauthorization required. Uh, Procedures like T scans or MRIs usually require preauthorization. So do other certain treatments with uh, certain uh, specialty drugs and other things. And uh, you're seeing more and more insurance companies put protocols in place to automatically flag somebody that might have a claim over a certain amount just to make sure that they're gone through the pre-authorization process just to, um, to do that. And I actually had to battle over that a little bit. And I tell you, it was kind of bad, Matt, because I'm sitting there waiting in line, and, like, fortunately I have a platform that they uh, don't want to really do, the, you know, not you know, do it right, do the right thing. But then there's a family trying to get a treatment for their little kid, uh, waiting right after me, and that's just, um, you know, it, it, they're doing it. But the problem is, the government might be doing it soon if we go to single payer. So, what's the uh, what's the answer?
4: I think that's the scariest part is that you're dealing. This is not. This isn't a joke. These are these are people with sicknesses. These are ailments. These are people waiting in line in emergency rooms. I mean, this is real stuff. This right. is the real. And that's what that's what scares people the most, I think. And they're they're forced into these situations where they're dealing with you know, things that they don't understand. They're dealing with language they don't understand. Uh, You know, the only thing that can make uh, medical jargon harder is that you filter it through a bureaucratic uh, layer. I mean, that's, that's the only thing that could make it more impossible for the average layman to, to understand healthcare. And, you know, thank God there's someone like you on every week and hopefully, you know, more people and people are listening to this. I mean, uh, this is, this is scary stuff when you, like you said, when you've got a kid that's sick or, you know, maybe your wife gets sick or your, your husband gets sick. I mean, this is a, it's a bad situation
3: and having to you know i think they're going to need an advocate to, to keep i because I, I don't see it getting any better at any point do you
4: no no way absolutely not i mean uh was our previous caller said when did they when have they ever taken away an entitlement i mean when is government ever you know what what was it that uh you know thinking about nancy reagan what was it that her husband said you know the, the words that are scariest words Or whatever, i'm from the government and i'm here to help you know it, could anything be scarier is the government saying hey we're here. We're here to help you with your health care. I, I can't think of anything more frightening than that.
3: <laughs> the third reason why uh, your bill might be denied would be an out-of-network provider, and I think we saw that happen here locally, uh, I guess about a year ago, uh, with a major uh, pr- provider system and, and uh, insurer uh, having a beef, but they did work it out. Number four, minor transcription errors. It's possible your name could have been. Uh, misspelled how many times do they ask you for your birthday jeez I'm maybe somebody could have potentially I, and you know what it seems like every single person asks me the same questions over and over again i mean don't th- does anybody not write it down or like like you know I, it or is it, maybe it's just a protocol i don't know and then number five uh wrong insurance company build uh maybe the doctor's office uh billed the wrong company uh or something happened on the back end this could be uh, uh, some reason to uh, check it out but I encourage you to check out um, Lacey Glover's uh, story on nerd wallet on five reasons your uh, insurance could be denied because that is um, you know something that's gonna be becoming more and more prevalent I believe here in the next uh, two or three years if it hasn't already and what's worse is we have less choice and some of the ones that are still standing are are, are potentially ones that uh, are going to push for things like that. So if you have some questions about that at any point, you can call in 402-342-1290 or 1-800-577-1290. This is America's Healthcare Challenge. Coming up next, rising drug costs. Where do we go from here? Like I said, everybody's been talking about that. Let's uh, break down why they're so expensive and what we can do to uh, maybe... Uh, bend the curve. This is America's Healthcare Challenge, back right after this.
5: Are you a business owner seeing your bottom line squeezed by rising healthcare costs? I'm Sean McGuire and I founded ED Bellis Healthcare Consulting to provide health reform consulting so that your business does not get caught off with all the uncertainty in Washington. I was there on Capitol Hill when the Affordable Care Act, otherwise known as Obamacare, was created, and I have read the entire bill. Let me guide you through the maze of the American bureaucracy as you adapt to changing government rules and regulations that will impact your organization regardless of size. I offer custom services, including cost reduction strategies, training seminars for you and your employees, and strategic planning to help you prepare for the future. Regardless of what the Supreme Court decides, this issue is here to stay. Contact me today for a free consultation at www.healthreformexplained.com. That's www.healthreformexplained.com. At Ed Ballas, we know healthcare.
2: Are you feeling overwhelmed, depressed, or angry? Is your child or teenager acting out? Healing Tree Counseling wants to help. Located at 10th and Dodge, Healing Tree offers individual, family, and couples therapy. Bill and Laura are exceptional at working with children and adolescents. Ask around. They have a great reputation. Healing Tree accepts most insurance companies. They offer flexible payment plans and are confidential. Their personalized service and unique office sets them apart from larger agencies. Visit HealingTreeOmaha.com for more information.
0: You are listening to America's Health Care Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire.
3: Hey, welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. Uh, you know, as I was talking uh, to folks uh, around the Midwest, uh, kind of doing a poll, we do a lot of surveys at our organization, just trying to get out the word and also see what's uh, on people's minds. And um, one of the main questions and challenges that we've had uh, was that of specialty drugs and uh, and and the challenge and, and expenses that they are creating. And uh, one of the things that I'd like to talk about for a moment is uh, kind of how the law is impacting larger companies larger businesses and then extra large we've spent some time talking about small and medium-sized businesses but you know larger organizations um, would be those between 151 to a thousand maybe 500 employees probably on average and uh, some of the rising uh, costs of healthcare care starting to really impact their bottom lines and new pr- technologies and in particular drugs that are coming into uh, the marketplace are presenting challenges and um, one of the reasons why it's problematic is because th- these types of organizations are, are more likely to self-insure as opposed to uh, being fully insured. Now, in some ways, it kind of all really works itself out, uh, you know, in that uh, if you're fully insured, you're probably just going to get hammered harder with, uh, with renewal increases. But self-insured, you're actually seeing those costs right up front because a self-insured organization – Pays for the premiums up to a stop loss amount, and you know that can be you know somewhere between. Um, I don't really know. A lot of people will be around seventy or eighty thousand dollar uh, stop loss, meaning that they'll pay up to to that amount, and then from there um, the stop loss goes into effect, and that then it would cover all you know the beyond that for, until another amount kicks in. And so the bottom line is that if you have somebody on a specialty drug program. We're starting to see statistics that, for example, um, maybe 3% of the population might be on under one of these scenarios, and those could contribute to 30% of the actual costs of the plan. But other drugs are starting to get even more and more expensive as well, and it's really starting to, to hammer organizations in this scenario. Just a couple of statistics. Here's from a health affairs article Uh near the end of last year, was we were doing a little research, but the average cost of cancer drugs has increased from $10,000 before 2000 to over $100,000 by 2012, this is according to a Mayo Clinic study. And we've also started to see um, generic drug prices to, to, uh, to grow as well. 20, 222 generic gru- drug groups increased their prices by 100% or more between 2013 and 2014. Then we have the specialty drugs, which we've we've talked about as well, which are are continuing uh, to be uh, to be extremely expensive. Now, why is this happening? One of the things that I one of my theories, I guess you could say, uh, Matt, as in our theme of talking taxes uh, this week, is that did you know that the Affordable Care Act had an eighty five billion dollar surtax on the pharmaceutical industry? Uh, in order for them to not um basically kill the bill with their lobbying um huh.
4: so they gave them a little a little incentive there to the, not
3: the to hospital association the, the the um pharmaceutical association and um um not really the AMA but um the uh, insurance association was the main three that were there and so they all kind of um took their own took their own hit, I guess you could will, so the hospital association is paying for it in so so many ways in that they're uh, giving up future reimbursements uh, through Medicare programs. So the Medicare reimbursements were supposed to go like this, and they'll go like this. And, um, you know, the catch was, like, well, you're going to have so many more people with insurance, 32 million people. You know, that was the point of the law. Everybody's going to have insurance. And so they thought, okay, well, I guess we could do $85 billion, but then... From there, there's no accountability a, a, as to where that goes, and so I am guessing that that this this amount of money has really uh, caused them to, you know, make some some drastic shifts and then literally pass it on to consumers.
4: Yeah, it's too bad that the consumers, the average working man and woman in America, didn't have a lobbyist group of their own that uh, to to get paid off for and and get helped out. Maybe
3: we should form one.
4: <laughs> yeah, I well,
3: but I don't know. And the other problem, Matt, is that they um didn't. There's um actually some bipartisan agreement in what's called reimportation of drugs because drugs are a lot cheaper in Canada, for example, and other places. But there's they basically lobbied to to make. I mean, these are powerful people. Let's face the facts, right? You know, like so the, they uh, have basically killed any legislation to, to allow for reimportation of drugs, and as part of that $85 billion deal, they're like, we'll take this tax, but you have to put a, a moratorium on you know, reimportation of drugs for, for X amount of years. I'd have to go back and look how long it is. So it's basically less competition, higher prices, and when you try and go to even negotiate that, the suppliers of, of all of these drugs are, they're all within the same price of each other. And um, I guess people are really looking for creative ideas on how to how to lower costs on drugs. So,
4: I, is it is it not just as simple as as as, as mass producing these things? And is, is it really just not that simple? I mean, is it not uh, is it not a Henry Ford type of, you know, uh, solution? I mean, is it really what makes the are certain I guess my question is, are certain chemicals that are in these drugs or whatever? Are these uh, are these um, are they are they not vastly available? Are they you know are they scarce? Is that is that the uh, problem? Is it a right. supply and demand issue?
3: Like do they have platinum in them or something? R- like <laughs> really? yeah. No, like that's a good good question. I you know I, I I don't know. I do know that it costs a lot of money in research and development to take a drug from from idea all the way through. You know, but it's is that not
4: way. some of that, though, not caused by government regulation, though, that are not that that's more so in the United States than, say, in other countries? Yes. So it, is it is it not a problem upon of itself upon itself?
3: Great point. There are certain examples, such as the drug that I'm on was more readily available in Europe for almost five to 10 years uh, before it was even available you know, here in the United States. And they're they're more aggressive in approving their drugs. And yeah, maybe it is with the FDA. I don't know.
4: When are people, you know, if you don't mind, I, I just built a soapbox over here, so I'm gonna stand on it for just a second. when are people going to realize that they don't even own themselves anymore? This country was built on the philosophies of John Locke and Thomas Jefferson, and those philosophies are long gone. you are you are nothing but a consumer. you're nothing but a cog in the wheel. And in the meantime, they've shipped all your jobs off, offshore, and you're required to set up with your little service job. And just you know, go at it, whatever you're whatever you're doing, and no, don't ask any questions. We're going to tax you three different ways. Uh, it started back in the prog- progressive area with the personal income tax find find the personal income tax in the constitution i'm going to have a couple of guys waiting outside for me after a comment like that but you know find the personal income tax for me in the constitution you can't find it that one's for you jim but you know, wh- what when are people going to realize that they're just you're just a consumer you're just a number you're you're nothing you have no use whatsoever to these elite guys say like in the pharmaceutical industries and the insurance agencies and those types of things
3: have you seen the new james bond movie
4: which one? Spectre? I haven't. I haven't seen that one.
3: Oh, well, there's a scene. Like, Spectre's, like, always been the, the evil organization. And, like, I think even when you watch Austin Powers, Dr. Evil was um, making fun of, like, the head of Spectre. Okay? So, anyways, like, they're having a meeting where it's just, like, all of their, their powerful people. And they're like, yeah, we control, like, you know, 65% of the cancer drug market share. You know, <laughs> it's like Chris Rock always said, did the man create cancer? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> sometimes you you have to wonder
4: oh i know there's quite a few of my friends out there who think that there's already a cure for it and they're they're holding it back but that's that's the realm of conspiracy theory right there
3: yeah exactly exactly hey you know i think um i think every conspiracy has like somewhat of a a basis at at, at some point um i don't know hey maybe we'll have a healthcare conspiracy theory actually i think this law in as many ways is like somewhat has some conspiracy theories uh, limited to it. And, you know, I really like Trent's point earlier about how uh, energy um, costs are, are being evaporated or energy savings are being evaporated by the rising healthcare costs. Great point. I'd give him uh, the call of the day. 402 if you want to jump in one last time, and we'll be right back. Do you like being the smartest person in the room? Go to HealthReformExplained.com and learn about being a licensed Edie Bellis healthcare consultant. Know enough about Obamacare to be dangerous because you'll be personally trained by me, Sean McGuire. Click HealthReformExplained.com.
1: Research shows moving is one of the most stressful events in a person's life. But thanks to two men in a truck, it doesn't have to be. They have everything you need to move. A courteous professional staff who will customize your move, which includes a no-obligation estimate, a schedule to fit your convenience, and all the necessary packing supplies. Supplies. And two men in a truck will help you watch your budget too. Don't stress, let two men in a truck handle your home or business move. Go to twomeninatruck.com. Two men in a truck selected
5: best of Omaha for nine years straight with an A rating from the Better Business Bureau. Are you a business owner seeing your bottom line squeezed by rising healthcare costs? I'm Sean McGuire and I founded ED Bellis Healthcare Consulting to provide health reform consulting so that your business does not get caught off with all the uncertainty in Washington. I was there on Capitol Hill when the Affordable Care Act, otherwise known as Obamacare, was created, and I have read the entire bill. Let me guide you through the maze of the American bureaucracy as you adapt to changing government rules and regulations that will impact your organization regardless of size. I offer custom services, including cost reduction strategies, training seminars for you and your employees, and strategic planning to help you prepare for the future. Regardless of what the Supreme Court decides, this issue is here to stay. Contact me today for a free consultation at www.healthreformexplained.com. That's www.healthreformexplained.com. At Ed Ballas, we know healthcare.
0: are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire.
3: And welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. We had a a quick call. What they want to know, Matt?
4: Some, some. I. I really. I. I tried really hard, but it's kind of loud in the studio here. But it, it's called a TDR or a P B. No D. Yeah D. So it's either TDR or PDR book. And she said it's a red book. Something about. Something about doctors being listed and they have to pay to be listed in this book otherwise you don't even know that they exist
3: is it almost like the who's who remember the who's I, who of American yeah, students that they yeah. always tried were you in that
4: I, I wasn't but it sounds to me something like that
3: there are gonna be um, you know potential quality ratings are coming down the pike that um, I think is gonna 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 challenge anything any final thoughts for you uh, you know this week we've got um, well it's getting pretty volatile out there, doesn't
8: it?
4: It is. It's getting, you know, and I I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing necessarily. I really still haven't decided personally for myself. Um, I, I, I do in a way, I like the anger I like because that means that there's passion and that means that there's emotion and something that I've been complaining about, you know, to my friends, to my schoolmates, that sort of thing is, is the apathy of the country is what really disturbs me the most. And what I'm seeing from both sides is a lack of apathy. So that's is that necessarily a bad thing? I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing. Um, I just think we need to do it in a constructive way because in a lot of ways, both the left and the right are in this thing together against, against certain powers that be, if you will. I mean, it, it, there are some issues that divide us, but there are some issues that we need to get united on and quickly because... We're we in this together in some ways. So well,
3: I think healthcare would potentially be should be an issue that's a bipartisan issue. Medicare was a bipartisan issue.
4: Healthcare is definitely one of those issues because we're all going to die someday, and we're all going to get sick at one point or another. No matter which, uh, no matter which uh, swing, arm you swing uh, <laughs> when it comes to down to November.
3: Do you have any predictions on who's going to um, win?
4: Uh, it, by I mean I'm looking just at the at the polls on the Republican side I'm just looking at the polls and what I'm seeing is Donald Trump is in the lead in what Pennsylvania Ohio Florida I don't know if he wins those states and he sweeps those states Tuesday I I don't see how you can stop that and you can't do this brokered convention thing if you've got nobody else if. Ted Cruz won like two states or something, and then Kasich and Rubio maybe they have one state. How do you do a? How do you pull that off? And then on the Democratic side, I think I think our eyes have been opened this uh, this year to how how those powers at be really work because Bernie Sanders should be winning right now. Bernie in a lot of ways or at least a lot closer than he is right now as far as when it comes to the delegates and that sort of thing. He didn't
3: like he, he lost because of f- f- a coin flip, for example. Exactly. And, uh, yeah.
4: and the very first state he won like just destroyed Hillary as far as uh, getting votes. Uh, I think it was New Hampshire. And because of the superdelegates, she took more delegates than he did. So you're seeing how uh, American uh, politics really works, and you're seeing some of those powers that be that we're talking about on today's show as far as the the pharmaceutical types, the the big multinational corporation types. You're seeing how those people really work when you see these superdelegates you know, voting for Hillary and not listening to what the people say. And that's exactly going back to my original quote about, about Thomas Jefferson and John Locke. This was supposed to be a country that was down for the individual. And it is now we are no longer individuals. We're numbers and cogs to these uh, to these multinational groups. And, and healthcare, unfortunately, has been sold off to those same groups.
3: Yeah, Well said. Well said. And, you know, it is interesting, though, it is, um it's a very much of a, a, a movement of populism. In that, uh, are you aware of what populism is? It's Absolutely. like very much like libertarianism, but uh, populism, as in like uh, the power of the people, uh, essentially started here in Nebraska with Williams Jennings Bryan, I believe was the the first one. And so, um, we will continue to uh, inform the people uh, every week here on America's Healthcare Challenge. Uh, thanks again, Matt, uh, for your fantastic job, and to you for listening. By the way, uh, we'll have this show up and all the others up on the Edie Bella SoundCloud page. Uh, Just check it out or just check out America's Healthcare Challenge. Um, We're the ones talking about it because we have been for a while. We'll see you next time.